If you like what you're about to hear or what you've already heard, be sure to like, comment, share, and subscribe. You can find this episode along with others on iTunes, SoundCloud, MixCloud, and Google Play. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at OffTheClockPod, at O-F-F-T-H-A, ClockPod, or you can search Triple D, that's Triple underscore D. And you can always email me at OffTheClockPodcast at Yahoo.com. Once again, that's O-F-F-T-H-A, ClockPodcast at Yahoo.com. It's your boy Triple D um, Back Captain Inconsistent Back at you And uh, yeah It feels good to be back Feels good to be recording Been gone for What a little over a month Which is way longer Than I anticipated But you know uh, Life happens Making no excuses It's just It is what it is We'll get into the The why Later But how you guys doing Like I see you guys out here Flourishing and thriving I've tried to keep up With as many people as I can But there's always new dope podcasts coming out every day. So it's, I, you know, you know how it is. Like, I'm trying to keep up, but it, it can be a little tough. You know what I mean? But like I said, I'm back for the time being. <laughs> um, and uh, today we're going to talk about catching up. But before we get into the meat, uh, we're going to get into the usual stuff. We're going to start off, you know, I got to start off with some shout outs. As always, the shout out list grows longer. I know it's a cliche thing to say, but uh, if I forget you, blame the head, not the heart. All these podcasts I'm about to mention are dope. They all put out great quality content, much more consistent than me. And uh, you need to go and check them out. You need to like them. You need to subscribe to them. You need to rate and review them. All right. So here we go. As always, shout out to the big homie Jay from Just Say Words podcast, as well as the Man podcast alongside Baby Huey. Uh, Shout out to the Equimini Jams podcast, also known as podcast PTO Unlimited, the Critical Dump. Pepper and the Salt Shaker, Real and Raw, Talk It Out, as well as T.O. Black, Salon Talk, Glendon Herb, Crystal Clear, The Right Man Child, Charlie and the Champ, To Kenya Talks, Good Morning Beautiful, The Podcast Brothers, Random Chatterings, uh, Rough's Ramblings, um, Podcast Queens. Did I say Good Morning Beautiful? If I did, you get to. Uh, Midnight Convo, Two Shots in the Blue the John Effect and uh, the uh, the Pod Panel, which is super cool. Why not Sports with D Murph down in the DMs with D Murph and Penrose? All Steak No Sizzle, Cocoa Butter and Sunshine, the Only Child Syndrome Podcast, the Black Ass Podcast, and last but definitely not least, a super shout out. I know I'm late. I'm like I know they're like four episodes in, but uh, shout out to Carlos D and Christy over at the PLP Podcast was super excited to hear uh their first episode as well as the the following three but just glad to hear that uh they they jumped in loving what they're doing over there and uh always ready for more so um if i missed you i'm sorry if you have more than one podcast i'm also sorry um oh shenanigans did i say drunken nights i think i said drunken nights yeah so check all those guys out as well as all the other the podcasts um if you got more to suggest to me um i'm always i'm always open I'm all ears.
All right, so normally uh, I usually jump right into the the, uh, the random recap with things that's going on in the world and then a little bit of uh, some things that are going on with me directly. Um, kind of going to skip over the the things that are going on in the world. You you guys are on top of that better than, than I am. Um, what is there really to say? I've missed a bunch of stuff that I wanted to speak on, but I just couldn't. Um, the things that are big right now is uh, obviously 45 is still messing up. And, you know, Jay-Z dropped an album that surprisingly i don't think it got the phrase broke the internet i, I feel like it kind of it it shut down the internet for at least a little bit it to it you know i'm not gonna say he he beyonce shut down the internet um but i feel like he was pretty close like you could not escape for you know 444 like it it was everywhere but um you guys have already handled that in much <laughs> in much better ways than i have so we're gonna skip right over that and we're gonna jump right into um why I, you know, what caused this hiatus, <laughs> uh, which I'm trying to, to, I'm trying my best to avoid becoming a regular thing, but, um, yeah, you know, life happens. Um, so, um, as some of you may know, um, I was, I was in school, <laughs> focus on the, the, the past tense there. Uh, I, I started school back in January and, you know, it, it was rough. I've already, you know, I had spoken on that, uh, whether through Twitter or, you know, on other podcasts, um, school, school was, was kicking my butt. It was one of those scenarios where it was a crash course style of semesters where it was like, uh, you had two classes that lasted five weeks long and, you know, it's a lot to put in. It's a lot of stuff to cram into, to, to five weeks, um, and I was in, I was studying uh, physical therapy, um, assisting, um, which is kind of like physical therapy minus some of the, you know, the, the main credentials uh, without going too deep into it. But um, five weeks in medical classes um, is murder um, is something I, I am. I'm still very interested in, but not having a background in biology or strong, bi- a strong background in biology as well as other sciences, uh, really kind of hurt me going in. And uh, I did my best, but I, I got my, I got my butt kicked. Um, the, like I said, the five week classes were stressful. It was a very strict program or like the, the grading scale, for example. Um, the first few classes I took, they had us under the, the nursing students grading scale. And in this particular school at the nursing grading scale, um, anything under an 80 is an F. 79 F period. Like there were, there were, there was a B F. Those are the grades. And to go, it goes out saying how, how stressful that part was. Then on top of the fact that, you know, the classes themselves were were really tough. Um, especially with someone who's, who's also working. So, um, uh, they, like I said, it was a really strict program in the fact that they also had, and I found this out the hard way that they had, um, a two classes failed and you're out policy, which to a degree makes sense. Um, if you fail the same class twice, you're removed from the program. That part I got, uh, what happened to me was I failed one class, retook it, passed it, went further, failed another class and that's how they counted too. The class that I failed, retook and passed, still counted against me. Um, so I I got a call the day of the final, which was, oof, that was that that was probably the most stressful day of my the stressful like the most stressful two hours of 
my life. Like I definitely had like a mini nervous breakdown in my chair. It was, it was rough. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I somehow managed to complete it. Um, got a call, uh, you know, telling me to go check my grade. Can to find out, um, I missed passing the class by two points. I finished with a 78 in the class, um, which was even more salt on the wound because this was like the second time the first class that I, I, I failed. I also failed by two points. So this was deja vu all over again. So, you know, they, 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 they pretty much told me like, Hey, we got to take you out of this program. Um, if you'd like to continue going here, um, you can transfer over to this program, which had nothing to do with what I wanted to study. Like I said, I was there for physical therapy. They tried to put me in some, um, medical administration program, which is like, it's kind of like how to work in the office setting of a medical facility, which definitely is, you know, something that I could see the, the, um, the, the perk to learning that, but it's not what I wanted to do. Um, and essentially it was their way of saying like, Hey, you're out of the program that you want to take, but if you want to keep paying us money, we'll teach you this. And I was like, nah, that's, that's not happening. So, um, I pretty much just made the conscious decision that I was just gonna, we're gonna work for a while and then we're going to go look into going back to school somewhere else, um, for the same thing, because it it is really what I want to do. So once again, feeling defeated, um, went into the, the personal sunken place and that, that just kind of halted things. Um, I'm the type of person that like, if I'm, if my mental is not into it, I can't, I can't do it. Like, and that's why that's, that's one of the reasons why, like I didn't record. Well, well, one of the reasons I haven't been able to record up until now is because for a long time, like I was just defeated because I, I felt defeated again. And it was just like, I, I couldn't get on a mic and pretend that I wasn't. So I wasn't going to do that. So not too long after that, I had to get prepared to uh, undergo surgery, um, very light surgery, nothing serious, just a hernia. Um, and actually at the time of this recording, I'm about a little over a week removed from that surgery. So initially my, my plan was, okay. Um, and I happened to be kind of climbing out of that school funk a little bit before the surgery. I knew I was going to have a week off at the very least for the surgery. And, uh, the plan was going to be to record, um, during that week off wrong. <laughs> um, I went and had the surgery on a Monday. I gave myself till about Wednesday or Thursday to try and record Wednesday, Thursday came around. wasn't happening. I was, I was in too much pain. Um, I had just to get a little transparent. I had laparoscopic hernia surgery for a bilateral inguinal hernia. Um, in layman's terms, I had two hernia in my groin region and they went in through my belly button to repair it. So, Needless to say, my abdomen was was all messed up, um, just swollen and just killing me. Um, I, I said it. I say it a billion times, like much props, much salute to to women, because you guys go through cycles and some of you deal with pregnancy. You know, ab, abdominal pain is something that y'all go through on a regular basis. I did it for and I'm still kind of going through it at this at this moment. But like the the raw after surgery thing, like I was ready to die. Like I sneezed once and I thought my stomach was going to explode like something out of a cartoon. Like, I, I, no, y'all hats off to y'all. Cause 
I couldn't do it. Even laughing hurt, which was just bad because I had to avoid laughing when I was already feeling down and <laughs> and stagnant and stuck in the house. But whatever, I'm here now. <laughs> so, like I said, not too long after that, like I, I told myself I was going to try to record either Wednesday or Thursday. And the the problem with that was um, they had me on pain medication, of course, uh, like obviously um, I was on. Obviously, I was on pain medication. Um, and for any of you who know, oxycodone takes you out. So I couldn't focus to record. <laughs> and when I when I tried to not take it to be able to focus and record, um, I was in too much pain. Like it just it just plain hurt too much. So by the like Friday or Saturday, um, I started, you know, kind of weaning off of it, moved more over to like Tylenol, you know what I mean? Just something light and it was kind of helping. The problem with that was it was 4th of July weekend. So it's, it's cookouts and, and kids playing and the mic was picking up everything. Um, then of course, you know, black people do what they want. So they were shooting off fireworks two days before the 4th. I'm just like, this, this is killing me. So yeah, <laughs> there was that. And, uh, yeah, here we are now. It's like, uh, super early in the morning. Everybody should be asleep, um, or on their way to work. Um, hopefully kids are at daycare and summer school. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much what, what caused this hiatus. Um, and I keep telling myself, I'm going to try to not fall into these, these slumps where I just don't record, but you know, I'm human. Um, and I'm sorry, like I, I, my mental health has to come first. So again, I apologize for my, any faithful listeners I have that, you know, may have been wondering where I've been or thought I left. Um, even if you didn't, um, thanks for tuning in now. Um, so yeah, uh, obviously I've had a whole lot of time to think over the past, you know, couple months, um, as far as school and the surgery and everything goes. And, um, doing my best to listen to everybody's stuff and just be inspired by it and take it in. And, um, I obviously had time to think about mine since I really wasn't working on it as much as I wanted to. Um, and I, you know, I came to one of those conclusions, not, I don't know if it's a conclusion or an epiphany or whatever, you, you know, you got, I'll say it and then you guys let me know what the right word for that is. But like, or I kind of had the the thought that like, I think the thing that makes podcasting so interesting is that, you're kind of hearing everything that, you know, the podcaster or, you know, plural, the podcaster or podcasters is presenting from their personal story. Even if they're not talking about their personal life, you can kind of get a sense of where they are in their their personal story. And I think the reason why, like, I, I don't get me wrong, I enjoy so many podcasts. I think the reason why I felt for a while and even to this day to a to a certain extent I feel like I'm kind of on the outside looking in is because so many of the people that I listen to kind of have it they they have it together um I'm not saying they have it all figured out like I can't answer that they only they could you know only they can answer that but from my viewpoint they have it way more figured out than I do um and what I mean by that is um, I'm playing catch up. Um, that that's what's happening at this stage in my life. Um, and it's been happening for a while, but it's just the, it's just the reality of it. Um, I'm, I'm a person playing catch up and a lot of these people are not, um, like I said, I can't speak to their personal lives, 
but from me, it's obvious that they have it way more together than I do. I know that was horrible grammar, but you, if you've been listening for a while, this is what you signed up for. Um, but playing catch up at a late age, I know like I'm in my thirties, but and you know, somebody might say, that's not that, that's not that late of an age. Eh, when you're the one living it, it feels super late. Um, especially when you've been playing catch up as long as I have, like it, it feels super late. So I just kind of want to talk about the concept of a person playing catch up. And before we get into that, like, I just want to, you know, disclaimer, this isn't, this, this isn't sob stories. This isn't excuses. The, these are, these are things that, you know, mentally people playing catch up and who have been playing catch up for a while kind of deal with, you know what I mean? So you you can go ahead and save that. You just got to do this and you just got to do that. And you just got to suck it up and you just got to grind like that. You miss me with the basic that stuff. Like it's, it's not that these people aren't trying. It's just some people take longer. That's just what it is. Okay. So, and, and, and also let, and also let me be clear. Like, I'm talking about someone who's legit trying to play catch up, who's legit trying to get it together. Not someone who's complaining about not having to get having it together. Not someone who's who complains about not having it together and then does nothing like you can say whatever you want to those people. That, that's not who I'm talking about. I'm talking about the the person who just hasn't had it happen for them yet, but are still out here like legit trying. OK, because like like everything, there's different levels to everything. So the the first like kind of modern mainstream example, the first sort of modern mainstream example that came to my mind when I uh, when I was thinking about this concept was um was Lawrence from Insecure. Yes, you yes you heard me, Lawrence from Insecure. Now, if your first reaction was oh no uh-uh. uh he was he won't this he won't that he was sitting on the couch blah blah, blah. stop okay that's I'm not talking about his particular character on the show. And more specifically, due to the fact that we only know what he did to further drive along the the overall plot. Okay, the show was not about him. So I'm not going to have the argument of what he was and what he wasn't. And, you know, blah, blah, blah. I I just need you to look at the, the basic, just the basic things that he was going through. Okay, like I said, he's just sort of another plot device. The show is not about him. It's about Issa her decisions and her relationships with all these people in her life. Okay. The show's not about Lawrence. Therefore we only saw what we needed to further the plot along. Okay. So if you were about to argue that Lawrence won't shit because of this and that, whatever, um, we don't know Lawrence's full story. We only know what we needed to know to further the plot. So pull your thumbs back, hear me out. Okay. So what I mean by Lawrence he, he was a perfect example of someone who was clearly qualified, like clearly capable of doing a good job in his field. Um, he and I, I'm pretty sure he he befell the same thing that's happened to so many other college students fresh out of college. Um, you're confident, you know, you, you can you know, you're capable, which he clearly was. And well, f- at least that's the, the story that was painted for us, you know. And you go to interview after interview after interview and you get nothing. Now, the reason why I need some of you to pay attention to this is because there are just some things you you can't relate to everything. Like there, there are a lot of people that can relate to that, you know, that they, they've gone through the interview process and 
over and over and over again, and they're just not getting the call. And a lot of times it's not that they're, it's not that they're bad candidate. It's just that they can't pick everyone. And that's what I think some people who kind of talk down to other people don't realize is that, okay, you got your job fresh out or not too long after college or grad school or whatever. So at least for the, the time being, or for the sake of saying you made it. Okay. And you know, people are happy for you, but you also have that. You also have to remember that it doesn't completely diminish the other 30 people who applied for that job. Okay. I'm not saying that there was any favoritism. I'm not saying that there was any, you know, who, you know, stuff, you know, I'm not taking away your credibility in your field, but I'm just saying that keep in mind that for, for the, for every job opening that goes up, hundreds of people apply, you know, however many are, are interviewed, they can only pick one or two, you know, that I'm just tossing out a number. It doesn't make the other, however many that applied any less valid or anything like that. They just couldn't pick anybody. So once you get in, you're in. Okay. And you're not responsible for anybody else outside of that. And I, I'm not trying to say you are, I just want to get that clear. What some of you don't get is that, and once again, this is not your responsibility, but those other people that didn't get the call back to come in, they they have to go back on the hunt. So it's like you you keep going, you keep plugging in and someone like Lawrence, you know, you, you could kind of see like he he was doing what he was supposed to. You know, he was applying to jobs and it was slim pickings out there. No one was calling him back and everybody around him was just progressing forward. It's, it's, it's sometimes it's it's the job market. Sometimes it is who, you know, and sometimes it's just they can't pick everybody. You know what I mean? It doesn't make you any less capable unless you are unless you actually aren't capable. But, you know, I feel like that sort of thing goes without saying. But the more you you don't get the call, like even it, while you're trying, the more you you have to sit on the sideline and people around you are progressing and you, you just feel like you're falling behind and you don't want to be that takes a toll on you. You know what I mean? Like I saw a few things online when people were talking about the show and and this and that about like, well, he was on the the couch, you know, playing PlayStation and all that. Let me as someone who out of college, out of college, could not get employed anywhere for 14 months. You have no idea what that does to a person mentally, unless you, you know, you've been through what I've been through. But for those of you who don't like you have no idea what that can do to a person you filling out job application after job application, especially today where you have to go through all these hoops. You have to set up accounts. We've all seen the memes of, you know, this is your face when you just finished uploading your resume. And then on the next page, they ask you to type in all of your work experience and education and all that stuff. There's only so much of that you can do in a day. And I'm not even talking about, you know, the time to do it. I'm talking about the mental capacity. It is soul sucking it is draining and you, you can only take but so much of it, especially when you go through all of that. And many times, many times you won't even get a courtesy email saying we got we you know, we went in a different direction. Like it's just you just don't hear back. It's literally it's literally like the job equivalent of shooting your shot and being left on red. They send you that automated email with the do not reply in it like 15 times. It's it's one of the worst feelings in the world when you're trying to get hired and the application process itself is like a job. 
and you get and you can you can get no feedback. You know, you can get no feedback as to if it was your resume or if you didn't have enough work experience. You you can you can literally hear nothing. And, you know, part of it, it is the economy like it's getting better, but not that much better. And there's a host of other factors. So it's like, yeah, you need a break from that sometimes. So to see him, you know, taking a load off every now and then. He would have drove himself crazy trying to fill out job applications day in, day out. And right now, somebody's saying, well, he ain't grinding hard enough. Shut up. All right. I understand that there are times where you just got to grind over everything else. But in this day and age where we claim to care about mental health, you need to understand that that's a mental health drainer. All right. You that you need to take personal time. Even when you're not quite there yet, sometimes you need to take personal time. You need some personal time to just get yourself together. You know what I mean? That's how people drive themselves crazy. Okay, so no, like the the grind over everything mentality. I get it. But at the same time, it's like, calm it down. Like it it doesn't always apply. Okay, so you have to like put yourself in that position where it's like you're you're legit trying to get out there and and to, to be ambitious enough to have a dream and want to do want to do more than work at, you know, this 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 temporary place, which we've all had to do it. We, we some of us are still doing it and it, that can also be draining, but it keeps money in your pocket now, whether or not. And this is this this is all showed. This is all show stuff, um, whether or not he should have quit that job to 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 do the other thing um, or turn down the other opportunity and, and start his own company. I A lot of that, like I think some of that was for the sake of the show. Now, there are a lot of people out there who have rather, you know, who would rather just go into the entrepreneurial side of things, which is fine. But that's not for everyone. Some people need um, a more stable structure to work under. Like it's it's a mind thing. Not everyone's a boss. Let me let me let me repeat that. Not everyone's a boss. Now, if you want to prove me wrong, I'm fine with that. Do you? But the truth of the matter is not everyone can just, you know, hop up. And, you know, I'm a boss now and it and it just work out because if it if that were the case, we'd be seeing a lot more, quote unquote, actual bosses. OK, and that's not a jab. That's not a diss or anything. It's just the reality of it. So for him to, you know, kind of go through what he was going through, wanting more, but not being able to do it. Meanwhile, seeing everybody around him um, progress, like all of his friends being in way better places than than he was it gets frustrating so it's like that's something i could I, I could definitely relate to and it's like i'm not hating on my friends i'm happy for every last one of my friends it's just it can be really tough to be surrounded by so much success and none of it be your own um he was in a relationship where she was light year not light years but she was she was clearly ahead of him which I don't think, you know, this is I don't I'm not even going to tap into the whole, you know, fragile masculinity. Like, I think he was like from what it showed, like he was genuinely happy for her. But I think the thing that that kind of weighed on him was like he didn't feel like he was contributing like he wanted to. You know, I feel like I genuinely get the, the sense that he wanted to, but he just couldn't because he couldn't get in somewhere, even though she supported him at the Best Buy thing with the Best Buy thing and that other company. I think he was just frustrated because he wanted to be 
he wanted to be at least close to where she was. And he I don't think he felt that way. And that's one of those things that playing catch up can do to you. Like when you do start to make some forward progress, you, you want to jump forward and you want to you want to catch up to everybody else like he wanted to do more. Um, I think that's why he this is and this is all, you know, show talk. But in the realist, the realistic aspect of it, like I think and you, you see it sometimes like he he jumped the gun on the progress where he probably realistically should have waited out Best Buy a bit and kept working on whatever he was working on. Um but like I said, a lot of that is for the show. So as I said, he was in a relationship with someone who was clearly ahead of him. And let's not act like that didn't weigh in on some of her decisions. So, so, okay. So I want you to put that in perspective. So he was for the show. He was in a relationship with someone who was ahead of him and he was clearly behind. Do you, can you even imagine what it's like trying to date anyone when you know you're behind? Like it's, it's almost, it almost feels pointless. You, you know, you, you'd like to get out there and meet new people and make connections with people. But as much as people today try to act like it doesn't matter where you are does matter. Okay. Like let's, let's drop the, you know, the act for some people. Like I'm not saying that it's an end all be all, but it does play some part. It, it, you know, you can be the nicest person in the world. Um, Notice I said person, not guy. Don't don't take for, you know, don't think that just because I'm a heterosexual male, I'm speaking just from that point, um, which I get. I'm not going to get into that whole. Well, you are. Yeah, I know I am. But my point is people go through this. Women go through this. Men to go through this. Uh, whatever pronouns you prefer to to be identified. This is this is on both sides. It's it's rough to even put yourself out there when realistically you're, you're not in a great place. You're not in the place that you want to be. It almost feels like pointless to a degree, especially when, you know, you do get to meet somebody and know somebody and you come to find out that, you know, they're, they might be light years ahead of you and you're still, you're still at the starting blocks. That person could, could be really into you, but in the back of your head, and I can't speak for everybody, but on a personal level, like, it's it started to, you know, the thought started to creep into my mind of like, well, I'm still in the same spot. And granted, they're they're into me now. But what happens if they come across somebody who's who's further along than me? You know, when we're thinking about our futures, it's like, do you pass that up? You know, or attempt to think that, well, maybe they'll wait for me to get it together, which you can't like that's something you don't want to put on any well a good person wouldn't want to put on another person like you wouldn't want them to wait for you because what if it what if you what if it takes you longer than expected to get it together and they're they're just waiting for you when they could potentially be happy with somebody who already has it together not saying that they need to guarantee that they will but it's just like even if you don't have that that thought the you know the options there you know what i mean it happens all the time you know people toss the the phrase trading up out there all the time whether it's malicious or whether it's just i you know they had to make a decision that was best for them so it's like imagine imagine that stress of trying to date you're you're older in age and trying to date when you know you're not quite there you don't have it together um these are things that people playing catch up deal with you know what i mean and again it these are not you know Oh, woe is me, you know, 
these aren't pity posts. People, these are just mental things that people who are playing catch up go through and deal with. You know what I mean? Not everyone that's playing catch up is some lazy bum just sitting on their couch, you know, wishing that things would get better. A lot of people are out here actually trying, like they're actually trying to put the work in to get where they want to be. And it's, it's just it just hasn't happened yet for one reason or another. You know, so there's a list of reasons, you know, that sometimes it just hasn't happened yet. That's just what it is. You can you can try and be optimistic for yourself. But like the longer it takes, the harder it gets to believe it will happen. Um, just on, on a realistic standpoint, you know, we, we see if you see what's going on out here with cost of living and, you know, currently this this current mess of of health insurance. It, it gets it gets stressful. You know what I mean? I'm seeing people who have it together stressed out over finances and stuff like that. So you can only imagine what a person who actually wants to do for themselves, but currently, you know, but may not have the means to like going through that stress a little harder because it's just like I'm I'm not I haven't gotten there yet. Like I I, I want to be there, but I can't get there. It takes its toll on you. You know, I, depression and anxiety starts to set in because you start to wonder if you'll ever make it, if you'll ever get there. You're happy for your friends, but sometimes a little you, you might get a little bitter and it's never towards them. It's just towards your current situation. You know what I mean? Like it it's it, it can mess with your head. Like It can really mess with your head because you haven't gotten there yet and you want to be there and you're you're doing what you, you're doing your best to be there and it it just hasn't happened and you're you're trying different avenues and you're going in different routes and you know some people go back to school and it works for some people and for some it doesn't you go you know some people go back to school and they they try something else and that doesn't work out and they're back in debt if they weren't already still in debt from the first time they went to school it's there's a lot that goes into it i'm not saying that those who have it together don't have their problems and their their things that they over they have to overcome. I'm just saying that not everybody who doesn't have it together is just some, you know, freeloader. Don't get me wrong. I know there's a lot of them out there, but like there's a lot of different layers. There's a lot of deeper layers to what's going on in their heads. Um, and it's not like I said, it's not your responsibility to to, you know, to baby them or, or coach them through what they're going. But it's I think it's one of those things where just like, hey, I may not be able to fully understand what you're going through, but I need you to at least try to get an idea of what I'm going through. You know what I mean? Like, I, like, don't I don't 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 pity me. I'm not asking for pity or anything. I just want you to understand that, like, hey, I'm, I'm trying to catch up. I'm not saying, you know, I, I'd never want anyone to slow down, but it's just like I'm playing catch up. I, I, I'm just I'm playing catch up and I, I haven't caught up yet, um, which, you know, sometimes it's it's good because it can keep you hungry. You know, if you're if you're, your people around you keep going forward, it can keep you hungry, but it only keeps you hungry if you make forward progress. Like when you when you keep trying to get out of the breaks and you keep getting sent back to start. And that that gap gets wider and wider and wider. It can really it can really mess with a person's brain. So that person in your life that might be playing catch up, that might seem a little bit down. You know, you can either encourage them 
And by encourage, just, you know, hey, you know, it'll you'll get there or say nothing at all. Like the absolute worst thing you could do is keep telling someone who's actually out there trying to do it, like trying to, to move forward. The worst thing you could say, it, it, well, the worst thing you could do is be condescending and tell them that they're not trying hard enough. Now, if they're genuinely not trying hard enough and you can prove that, OK, fine. But to make you're not trying hard enough or you're not grinding hard enough, your default response is one of the most frustrating things you could do to a person that is actually trying. You know what I mean? So you can either encourage genuinely say nothing or keep it moving. And for those of you who are out here playing catch up, you got to keep swinging. Like, trust me, I know, because at the time of this recording, I'm still playing like I'm still playing. I I had to go back to start for the umpteenth time and as draining as that can be we we got to keep pushing forward because at some point we're, we have to make progress so yeah um that's really all i have to say about playing catch up i know i got a bit rambly and a bit ranty and a little bit me regurgitating a lot of personal stuff but it doesn't make it any less real all right so um that being said um I don't have a catchphrase to end these things with. I kind of gave up on the conscious cookies. So, um, yeah, uh, do all that, that good stuff that you heard at the beginning. If you like what you heard, uh, be sure to comment, share, like, subscribe. Uh, be sure to check out all those other podcasts that I mentioned earlier. Um, feel free to mention any um, new stuff that you'd like me to check out. Um, you can always hit me up on Twitter at off the clock pod. That's O F F T H A clock pod. Or you can email me at off the clock podcast at yahoo.com. That's also O F F T H A clock podcast. Um, you can find me on SoundCloud, iTunes, as well as Google play. And, uh, yes, yeah, it's triple D and I will see you guys next time.